Welcome back to Psychic on the Scene. This is Katie Manning with my co-host, Michelle Lyons-Polito. Hello. And D. Scott. Hi! <laughs> Jeez. He's a it's a lot of energy today. <laughs> and we have a special guest, Jenna Charland. And she was, uh, well, I've known Jenna now for many, many years and wanted to bring her in for this uh, particular podcast because we are talking about relationships we are talking about soulmates, twin flames, kindreds, how the zodiac signs meet up, even past lives I think we should probably mm-hmm. touch on, mm. where people connect with somebody from another lifetime. And I think Jenna has a unique perspective. One being, she was on the Bad Girls Club <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> and... Um, you can check that out. <laughs> and she has learned a lot since then about relationships. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to be here. And now uh, she has she does a lot of different things and has actually worked with the public um, as far as bartend and many other functions. So um, she said, you know, with her perspective that she was going to start her own podcast that was Bad Girls Gone Goodish, <laughs> and I think that's awesome. Just goodish. Good, just goodish. <laughs> I like that. All right. So um, the first part of this is. Uh, talking about relationships, I, I don't know about Michelle, but I get asked often during readings about people's love lives. All the time. Right. And so, so even though we, we focus a lot on, on families that have passed over, they want to know if they're going to have true love in their life and uh, why the, they keep dating the same person in a different body. Ooh, that's it. That's right. That's real right there. Have you done that? Yes. Yeah. A couple of times. But you're in a happy relationship. Now. I am. You're in a lovely relationship. Well, I think when you know to watch, like the signs to finally watch out for and you take it seriously, it's less hard to right. find so, that same person. Well, people will ask, and I think we might have even, Jenna, prior to this, talked about um, soulmates, twin flames, and kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. And there's some different philosophies out there. Michelle can uh, attest to that if you're doing studies, but even back when I was first going through my divorce, I had to write um, an article and it was around Valentine's Day. Great time to be getting divorced. (laughs) And um, so the article was about love and relationships. So I know I wrote it very robotically and I had gotten a lot of information off the internet. Then years later, being in a better mindset, I decided to rewrite it for Valentine's Day and found um, that is with those three that people ask about all the time. And it is with soulmates. Soulmates are the ones that when you walk into the room, they give you a sense of calm. You immediately feel as if you've known them your entire mm-hmm. life. And you almost want to start the conversation like, where you been? I've been waiting for you. And then kindreds. Kindreds can be your gram, your mom, your girlfriend, and you can have kindreds, which I think are kind of awesome, throughout your lifetime. You can mm-hmm. even have them with pets. Yeah, oh, I've had a few of those for sure. Right. Yes, sure. You, I know you do because you and I both yeah. you know, put a picture. She does too, of Blue, <laughs> oh, yeah, of her I German Shepherd. Him but every you, single time. So it's, it's that connection with an animal. I know a lot of people that are horse lovers mm. will tell me the same thing, that they've got such a bond with their, their horses. Um, and then there is the dreaded twin flame. And I, mm. I know there's probably other psychics that disagree with this theory, but it is twin flames uh, kind of mask themselves as your soulmate. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that feel very 
connected, similar. They are supposed to be your mirror image. So whatever the mirror is, good and bad, addiction, um, all those things, they're going to have it as well. Narcissism, they're going to have it as well. Like things that you think about yourself like, oh, I probably shouldn't have so much of an ego about that. And then you wind up being with somebody that mm, they have hyper ego. Um, so that's that's really and so the the whole thing with I really don't think I mean other than probably truly abusive relationships and I'm not a therapist but the the idea with all relationships is that you're supposed to be learning life lessons absolutely and that if you can say you know like thank you next um, <laughs> right thank you next thank yes. you next thank you're you. so hip Katie <laughs> <laughs> I try um, so that you know that everything is a blessing. So even when you date somebody that's a twin flame and absolutely breaks your heart, throws you off the cliff, and, mm. and really brings out the worst in you, that you can look back at it and say, I really needed that mm-hmm. lesson um, That for yourself. So do you want to speak to that? Oh, for sure. I mean, I feel like if you don't learn a lesson from it, then it didn't do its job because it wasn't just supposed to break you and that's it. Right. You know, (laughs) I mean, I don't think anybody would want to go through something like that and not have at least some positive outcome to say, I didn't know better then, now I know better, so I'm going to do better. Right. And don't you think it prepares you for the next person and eventually the right person? Absolutely. that we kind of clean ourselves up in a sense. And if you don't, you know, take responsibility at that mm. stage too and go on to the next relationship with a better frame of mind and say, okay, since it was like this last time, I'm not going to do this. If you don't take that responsibility, you're only, it's going to be the same exact relationship. Right. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. Did you, did you go, how many, I shouldn't say, how many relationships like that did you go through that you felt like once you got into it, you said to yourself, oh my God, this is the same guy <laughs> in a different body. Well, there was one that was really bad, and you remember, EMK, that was bad, bad, bad. I I literally walked in and said to her, this is, no, you got to quit this. Yeah, it was bad. And she was like, yeah? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was always asking. I'm like, you think? And and I'm asking everyone, and you think you can change? You think this, that? And if you have to ask people that all the time, it's just know that never. Just stop right where you are. And then right after that, I had someone who was not as damaged, but it just went downhill so quick because I carried all that baggage from that awful, awful relationship to my next Mm. one. And he actually was a good man. That's the weird part about it. But I think I broke him down a little bit too because I was carrying so much of that. I was still such a, in a bad place from that other relationship. So do you think that he, the the next guy, do you think he was a twin flame or do you think he was more... Probably um, soulmate, right? A soulmate in the sense that it was probably a lesson, you know, that she was learning a lesson. Yeah, I think it probably, was a lesson, like a, yeah. right? <laughs> probably to this day is still talking about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, you know. you're in somebody's therapy session. <laughs> oh, I don't know but about he that. needed a lesson. He needed to learn a lesson from it too. I think that there's no accidents that we come together to learn from each other, and even with kindred spirits, we come back together again and again as soul families. And sometimes you have a very significant relationship with one person, um, but it's only, like, it lasts maybe a month, but it Mm. sticks with you. And that Mm. was a really Mm -hmm. important relationship. 
I, I don't really think it's the time. It's it's the level of effect it has on you. Absolutely. Well, you you touched just now on um, past life connections. Mm-hmm. What is your thoughts on that? I'm, I'm meaning with with you meet people and and um, meeting your you know, like somebody from a past life. Do you think that we have to? I hate using the word karma, but. Um, because everybody has, goes, oh, it's karma, oh, bad yeah. karma. Yeah, karma oh. can be good and bad. I think karma is a leveling, and it's it's almost like finishing a book. You know, just think of, I don't know about you, but I've usually got two or three books going at the same time, and say that you know I lost them all. Like in my next on, on my next vacation, I'm going to read you know finish those books. So it's almost like your next lifetime, you pick up those books and you have to finish the chapters. It's like you have to come full circle with mm. souls that you spend time with i truly hope i don't run into a few a few of them in another life well i don't pick up that book <laughs> yeah <laughs> burn not, that book but I'm you not. can you can get to the end of the chapter and you can take the the initiative to say i am done with them i forgive them for all karmic debt you know both ways and you you just you let them go from your life and your lives you can decide not to repeat with them because we have free will we yes. do the free will we, is a we forget biggie. that a lot i make a mess of that oh mm. me too i think we all do it's, like, it's not oh. that i take away their free will i just keep going okay <laughs> let's just keep doing it this way okay <laughs> and then all of a sudden i go wait a minute this sucks i'm not playing like this anymore <laughs> don't you think that comes through a lot of times when you i'm sure you have clients like this you read for them maybe once or twice a year and they got a new guy it's the same thing all over again and i'll say well don't forget, we don't want someone who's overly focused on this or that or into himself. It's, oh, well, he's my type. And I've said so He's well, my type. I maybe don't your type, type is not your type. I, get, I never got type. That's the whole thing. I think people use that as an excuse to not grow and change, the whole type thing. They keep falling back into that. For sure. John Cena's my type. <laughs> Calling John, John Cena. Cena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me and John Cena. Um, One of these days he's going to walk I want to know about D. Scott's <laughs> laughing over there. Yeah. He loves me. He just doesn't know he loves me. He is my soulmate, John, if you're listening. Um, and you can, you know, stop with the order of protection. <laughs> Enough with that. Oh I don't like this game. It's cute and all, but game player just makes me want you more. It's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true, right. Um, so I want to know from D. Scott. Yeah. Does any of this resonate with you about <laughs> twin? My microphone's limp. <laughs> I get. Well, see that that just tells you how you that feel about the subject. <laughs> um, so, how do you feel about that? Does it resonate with you, or do you have have you felt you've experienced twin flame? Um, you know, somebody that was you know, maybe a toxic relationship, and it was really kind of a mirror of yourself when you've had perspective about it, and now you've moved on to your soulmate. No, I don't. I don't think I've ever dealt with that. At least not in the relationships that are more recent, mm-hmm. like between my two marriages and, and what I have now. Maybe when I was younger, but I try to not remember when I was younger. <laughs> two marriages. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have a lot about relationships, then, even probably more than anybody else in the I world. I don't know. But what would, <laughs> if you had to give advice to one of your children about relationships, what would be your big nugget of advice? for happiness in their future. Wow. Sorry. That was deep. Yeah. Hey, we're going to put you on the spot like hardcore. With my with my girls, it it would be more so just to make sure that 
you know, the person is treating them with respect and uh, and, and treating them the way they want to be treated. Mm, you know, I'm, I mean, not for nothing, but I'm not going to let my girls be with an asshole. Right, right. Like, whether they choose an asshole or not, like, daddy's probably going to have a problem in. with that. <laughs> and then and then he's going to have a problem with daddy and all the yep. dads that I'm friends with. <laughs> I love it. That's, so that's there, just a dad a code, right? Old, yeah. Old school. Well, we have, right. like, all the girls or all the kids from our dance studio, all the dads that I'm friends with, mm-hmm. we always say, you know, we don't just have our kid in the dance studio. We have... 86 kids yeah. right that's beautiful you know the moms do the dance mom nonsense and then the dads <laughs> are like we love all the kids and you know we take them all under our wings so oh. if, if there's a problem with one of my daughter's boyfriends it's unfortunate for that guy <laughs> I love it I like that because I'm the least of his problems right and that's it and that's why you keep using the phrase you you know good choices make good choices yes. <laughs> make yes. good choices my choices so okay so I don't I, I don't really know if I answered your question, but well, no, it's an it's it, no, you did <laughs> because you're, saying, you're not saying that, like that you have anything that was you know toxic like right now, but you want to make sure as as she led you into that. that I mean, there was definitely lessons learned in those relationships. Uh, good, you didn't want you knew what you what to weed out in future relationships yeah, and the red one, flags. To one look for. one of which was that she's the second who I'm very very good friends with, but she's now married to a woman. Okay. So clearly we weren't mm-hmm. meant to be. Yeah, you didn't. With yeah. Different part, we had different, you know, we, actually we had very similar interests. <laughs> oh, especially in women, right? Women, like, it was, yeah. so there was that. You guys are too much alike. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so if you could go back now, Jenna, if you could go back now to any of your exes and give them advice on things that you saw that you have hindsight and it's you know you're away from it now and you're in a happy place do you have advice you would give to them um i don't know if i have any advice for them but i'd have a lot of advice for myself in the situation okay yeah because honestly some of them are still in the same exact place Mm. Mm. see that so often you know and especially in this this new age with the social media and everything like that, you can kind of see how people are doing even when you don't or aren't even looking for it. Right. You really want to know. Or sometimes. just hear about <laughs> things. And it's like, oh, that's going on. This haven't changed. Hasn't really changed. So I would just say to myself that um, there's things in rela- relationships are never going to be perfect. That's one. But. There's certain red flags you have to watch out for. Like when people are demeaning you, that's never okay. And it's never going to change. No. When people are, you know, getting physical with you or, or even on the verge of, you know, screaming at you, that's abuse. Yeah, it's unacceptable. You know, that's mental abuse. That's everything. And they're just... Anytime someone's trying to break you down as a person, that's never going to get better. Those aren't things that you can work through. There's Those aren't things... like. You just got to pack up and move on. The longer you stay, the worse it's going to get. Right. Absolutely. You can't blame anybody but yourself when you keep staying in the situation. You know the outcome is never going to change. I will tell you, I 100% I agree with that, that I take full responsibility when a relationship's gone, you know, bad or I say, no, that was that was my bad because I I saw those warning signs Mm -hmm. and and, you know, clearly this isn't good for either one of us. So good luck. 
and I think that with women especially reading for I've read I read for more women I think we generally right. do but um reading for women very often it's kind of like their get out of jail free card in relationships is but I love him oh and that drives oh. me nuts drives me like, nuts well love is I don't know we talked about me and my math skills so I use math with words here love equals trust and respect so if you don't Ooh, have like trust that. and respect then it's not love it's attraction Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it could, or just general, you know. I could it's attention. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm in a profound mood today. I oh, guess gosh. you are. But you know what I mean? Because people, hey, oh, but I love him. I'm like, okay, what's that going to lead to? And I think those type of people, they they love the attention. And that's whether it's good attention or bad attention. Because when the you're drama. in that type of relationship, oh. it's so drama. And it's like, when it's good, it's so good. When it's bad, it's so bad. And it's just this emotion and well, they've it, actually found that there it. is there is an actual like a dopamine chemical in the brain, and I'm and I, I don't want any therapists writing in. <laughs> I apologize for, but there actually is a chemical um, reaction in the brain that gives you that stimulation when it's oh, yeah. and when the person is gone and you go through that almost grief. Yeah, that you miss even the negative. You mm-hmm. you try to romanticize it once you're away from it. And, oh and, yeah, you know that's you usually, don't play the tape all the way through. You right, just think right. about the you don't good play times. the tape all the way I through. I love that. That's excellent. And that's so, what chocolate ice cream is for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that all winter. Don't do that. Now I'm on the treadmill every day again. Um, what is your birth sign, Jenna? Like my zodiac. Yeah, your zodiac, Leo. Oh, girl. Which I'm a full blown Leo. Me too. Yes, I know. That's why we like love each other. Can you guess mine? I'm not. I'm not what I. Are seem. you a Cancer? No. Yeah, you do read like a Cancer. I do, don't I? I yeah. definitely feel a Cancer. Vibe. Cancer or Virgo? And I'm really attracted to Cancers. Like, <laughs> oh, I thank you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, my mom is a Cancer. My best friend is a Cancer. Yeah, mine is. I too. just love Cancers. Oh, yeah, and I, you know why that is? Because yeah. they're the moon and you're the sun. Oh, oh, the sun and the moon. I know, the sun and the moon. My best friend in the whole world since we were little girls. She's a cancer, and she's a real cancer. She's adorable. Yes. <laughs> she's a badass, Denise. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Scorpio, believe it or not. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I did know that because of Sarah. Because yeah, you're your daughter. the same as Sarah. Feisty. I Yeah. You too, which you told me, but I can't remember what's your birthday. October 27th. Okay, I'm November 16th. So I'm, I don't read like a Scorpio. I've had so many people tell me that. But I drive don't like they a say that you could be st- like? Don't they say something about the zodiac? How you could be on the cusp? Or- you could be on the cusp. He's probably closer to the cusp, and you can also have if you do your full chart, mm-hmm. which um, you can go to somebody professionally to have that done. I think. Um, oh God, Who does it? Who there, does well, Fairchild know? does it. Jane Fairchild mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Julie Purdy um, used to. I, I don't know if she still does it. She does a lot of life coaching too. Oh, that's cool. And, but, um, and they're amazing when you have your charts. If you go online, the free app for it oh. is um, Cafe Astrology. Really? And you can Ooh, put it. Now, the it. fun thing with that is if you are, and I don't know about you guys, I do read my horoscope every morning when I get up. Yeah, and I read absolutely. other people's horoscopes, like just to see where their mindset is every day. Mm-hmm. What the cool thing is about that cafe astrology? <laughs> 
if you're dating somebody, you can put in their birthday and it will show you how you are as a couple. Ooh. And it'll show you areas and aspects of your relationship. Like you're going to get along great with activities or family, but you're not going to be so great with decision making together. Or mm-hmm. You're always going to have conflict with that. Like somebody has to be right. So it's fascinating because especially when you first start a relationship, you're like, oh no, not us. <laughs> We're going to be perfect. And then, <laughs> as, stage. Right, and then as a month or two goes by, you're like, oh, that's spot on. Oh, spot on. So yes, I am a Leo, and um, in case anybody's curious for Leos or wh- who who's a, like compatible mm. for you, real high to be compatible with an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarian. Mm. Those are all the fire signs. And then Gemini. Love me some Geminis. Ooh, I like Sagittarius. I have a love-hate relationship with Geminis. <laughs> oh, that's the <laughs> twin. Sense. That's no, that Because the twin was that, too. That's the crazy part. Really? Oh, interesting. But my best friend in the world is also a Gemini, my cousin. And I love her dearly. She so can show you both sides. Yeah. That you and she'll say see. straight up, she's like, I'm, I'm bipolar. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I'm we used to call her bipolar bitch. <laughs> She'll flip in a second, but we love her. That's why we love her. Oh my god! So, and then Libras are another good one. But the the ones that we're okay with is Taurus, Aquarian. Ooh. I like Aquarians. My too. current lover is a Taurus. Is he? Th- see, we're we're pretty good with Taurus. Like you know why? They're so good. They're so good they're because so good. they're so grounded. My my ex mm-hmm. was a Taurus. They're family loving, home loving. Um, just to point out, John Cena is a Taurus. Oh, Ooh, baby. So John, I'll, I'll take care of that. You know they say Tauruses can be a little boring though. Yeah, well, but there's for, nothing wrong with boring. Yeah. Oh no, no, especially after you've been through you don't crazy wanna. stuff. Right. And Scorpio is good match. Oh, cool. And Pisces with Leo. Oh, okay. So. Who am I a good match with? You are a good match with... My husband's like, why are you asking? <laughs> you Hi, are honey. a good match, a really good match, high match with Taurus. It's my mom. With mm. you and you and D, Scott. Oh, uh, that's right, it's us. That's funny. Virgo. Which, oh, God, help me from a Virgo. <laughs> Can't make a decision to save their lives. Uh, I don't think and I, I tell me. clients during like readings, I'll be like, what you're saying? They'll say Virgo, and I'll go, oh, good God, help me. Funniest no. thing, was, okay, just on a side note, <laughs> yeah. I was someplace, and this guy walked over, and he was like, oh, you, you're really hot. And, blah, blah, blah. and out of nowhere, he says, you know, I'm a Virgo. I was in a gun shop, and you said bye bye, and which is weird, anyways. That I was in a gun shop, but I was there for my father. <laughs> and he goes, you know, I'm a Virgo, and I turn around, and I go, Oh, good God, help me! You're a bunch of needy bastards. <laughs> well, the guy that worked with him started cracking up, and he goes, True, true, like that. He's pointing at him, True, true. <laughs> anyways, well, you, Katie, this stuff only happens to you. Yeah, uh, all the time. All right, so. Uh, Taurus is very good. Virgo, Capricorn. Yeah, that's my my husband. No, and my ex. Um, Ooh, cancer. <laughs> yeah, it is your type, <laughs> right? Type. Uh. And Scorpio uh, and Pisces, and then the ones you're okay with are Leo and Aries. Oh. Ooh. So it's interesting because that's with my kids and my relationships with them. You know, certain children are easier to, you know, get along with in certain ways. Right. And my son is a Gemini and he's and my my older brother who I'm very close to too. And they're they're very Gemini's are I I get. I I They make sense. Yeah, they're you. even if they're a little complex for me they I get them. Mhm. I Same. Like, right. It's it's okay. It's actually settling. It's like, "Oh, you're having a thing. Go ahead." Cuz at least they're real about it. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, none of the the smoke and mirrors of yeah, some of the other things. Yeah. I can't. Signs. 
So have any of you, I'll put this out there, talking about the chemistry, which I, again, think is from past lives. Have any of you walked in someplace, made eye contact with someone and felt like, boom, Mm -hmm. that's the one? Never. Never? (laughs) Well, I've like walked in and made eye contact with someone and been like, wow, you're hot. (laughs) Unfortunately, that doesn't happen often. (laughs) But never that I felt like love or anything like that. I I have a really saccharine story. All right, go ahead. So um, my husband and I graduated from high school together, and we knew each other. You know, he was a witness to some of my most embarrassing high school moments. Like, I followed him into the men's room by mistake once because I used to follow him to English because he was a big guy. He'd clear the way. I drew on my forehead. He, you know, was there when that was pointed out. Just various embarrassing things. Um, We got, we re-met planning the 20th reunion. We were both divorced, and... um, we kept trying to make plans to go out as a group, and I remember we finally, we were out at Leany's or someplace, and he asked me to dance. I'm just like, I said, no, no, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, everyone's trying to force, and I hate being, having, having anything forced on me. We finally, I said, yeah, I'll dance with you. So we got up, I put my hands on him, and the second I placed my hands on him, I just remembered past lives. It's like I had a download. And it was shocking. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was in, um, at that point, I was, I was just so cynical because I'd had some really weird, you know, boyfriends. Um, but it was a download. And I just, from then on out, we just were together pretty much constantly. We got married a year later. Mm. I know. That's so beautiful. I love that. So, and so it does happen. And I was probably at my most cynical point in my life then with, you know, men and relationships and just general craziness. And it was, I just, I knew I could see past lives. When it's right, it's right. Oh yeah, and it's been effortless ever since. Um, That's important, effortlessness. Have you had that? No. D. Okay. <laughs> he's laughing. No. He's laughing at, at us. Which, which part? The, no, the, the like down, walking. Like putting my hands on her husband. And, <laughs> <laughs> I've never done, okay, Paul I've is never a done big that. man. I don't think you want to put your hands on Paul. No, nope, never done that. And never walked into a room and been like, damn, and felt it immediately. What about thinking someone's that hot, though? Yeah. I'm, see, <laughs> yes, that, is, that has happened where I've walked into a room and been like, wow, she's really attractive. But I also used to host night, nightclubs and stuff like that too. Oh, so. okay. So, yeah. so, so it was either either it was that she was really attractive or she, never mind. You were anyway, drinking, right? She might have been cute. Her beer goggles. So. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I think it's it's so sweet when, um, especially when I have readings and I I'm talking to, especially when the when the couple wants to come in together Aww. and have the reading together, whatever the age group. But I've had like my own mom and dad. Um, met by chance he was home from the on leave from the marines and it was a christmas dance for the telephone company my mom worked with my aunt his sister and my grandfather had said you you're the only one that's got the car you got to go pick up your sister nan and her friend and he goes i don't want i want to go out with my friends he was made to go and pick up my mother and aunt nancy oh my god and when he did he was standing there he had dungarees on and like a sweatshirt and he wanted to just hurry up and get in. And he said to my Aunt Nancy, he said, you, you be ready when I get there because I want to go hang out with my buddies. He walked in and he, he says it. I mean, they're so adorable, my parents. He said, um, this woman in a red dress walked over and said, well, you must be John. Nan's bro-. He said, I was like, well, uh, who are you? <laughs> and he's, he was, my father says he was instantly in love. Oh, God, that's so And adorable. she said, well, I'm going home to Red Hook tomorrow. And he thought, it went, that went black. He said, um, 
he was worried that like Red Hook was like far, far away, he was never going to see this woman again. But it was it was just kind of funny because now they've been together for you know um, how many is it like? Oh God, so now you had to. I should have checked. It, oh, it's yeah. It's I, I think they just had their 60th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. That's amazing. They they're 82 years old Aww. and they're still very much in love. I'll be trying to talk, and my father will turn around and say, "Isn't she cute?" Isn't she oh cute? Look how cute her hair looks. Look at that sweater she's got on. She's like, shut up. <laughs> so, but they are. They're very much in love. I, I think that's just a beautiful story. Right. And, I, and I've met other couples where they, you know, similar, um, uh, have told me stories of the same thing where just happenstance that they wound up being at a picnic together. Oh. And, um, you know, he, he was telling me that the husband said, I reached over and he, I asked her to pass something. And she had on a sweater with faux mink cuffs. He said, "You know, she was trying to lure me in." <laughs> but yeah, they they and they and they've been married ever since. Oh. So it's it's it cool when you yeah when you hear about things like that that you know people meet by chance and fall in love and and it's lasting. It's that soul connection where they're you know instant. Actually, even too the the gal that does my hair and makeup for a lot of my shows, Lori Heisen, and her husband. Um, when they met, um, remet, I think, mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. They they were instantly in love. Lair, Lori and Lair. Do you read a lot of couples? I do. Mm-hmm. Do, do you? I do as well. Yes. And is it weird when you are reading a couple that you know is just it's oh, not going to work? That's so hard because you it's want hard. to. You have to give a good reading, but exactly because it's not have like a you're a fight. therapist so. who has, who can literally be like no. Well, I mean, you kind of are a therapist. Yeah, a it's way. a weird therapy, but, it, but, it's, but it's like you still want to be kind of. I, mean, I go in now. I don't put as much stress on myself with that, Jenna. That's a great question, and, and I I kind of fall back on the free will because mm-hmm. I think that everybody, myself included, in relationships are learning something. They may not have gotten to that point of saying, "Okay, I learned enough, universe, God, whatever," and I'm out. Yeah, I'm tapping out on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because it is really challenging that sometimes you'll you, they'll be sitting there and uh, I can read sometimes like addiction. Like oh, so yeah. you can read that she might be on prescription drugs mm. or whatever. And they're fighting for this relationship. And you think, oh, God, no, it's so it's so toxic. And it's like, well, OK. And, and you can point out all these different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can help to point that mm-hmm. stuff out for them to focus on. And very often it's when it comes through. You're saying to maybe the husband, you're validating stuff that the wife has said that he needs help with. So hearing it from someone else might help unbiased opinion, right? Right. You know, but you can only do your best because then free will will kick in and they'll they'll do their thing, right? So I, but I I do think that when people meet like that, a lot of times it's because they had another life connection. It's not just chemistry. I think that chemistry comes from many lifetimes of knowing one another, mm-hmm. and that it, there's a vague set, good and bad. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that there's times you meet somebody and you instantly dislike them. Oh yeah. And or, and you're repelled. I've got yeah. That doesn't happen to me very often, but there's one uh, woman in particular that I see her and my skin literally crawls. Mm. So I haven't really del- had time to delve into that, but I, I, there's just got to be something there. My first wife. do you ever think you have couples like when you're talking about the couples that you read or just anyone that you know that just can't get it together but is it possible that they met in a past life and they were happy but 
this time they're I, just yeah, not yeah. I 100% do it. Jenna think that that is um, part of it that they have an attraction whether it's a sexual attraction mm-hmm. or just like a remembering mm-hmm. that they need to be together but they really don't, they need, don't to need to be together you can no, kind of say you can kind of say no honey we're done yeah. we're that's good and i'll say that was that was your last lifetime yeah you can let go of that and move forward because that has come to completion and sometimes <laughs> just having someone say that seems to help people right oh, sure you know just right because just, well even we know with elizabeth our, our buddy elizabeth hathaway who does past life regression mm, she's amazing she is amazing and she has actually um talked about that like well like your fears and phobias not even connected to relationships she'll say that was your last lifetime that's not this lifetime like you don't need to carry that forward and and the second you're told that you you're like oh okay i don't need to deal with that i don't need to carry that fear anymore Been about bridges or whatever water and whatnot right right um because i have very vivid memories of being married to my husband um and it was the american uh civil uh revolutionary war and i had a dream one night that he was making bullets in the kitchen mm. you know how they would pour lead into the molds mm-hmm. and then clip them off and it's funny because we lived in boston and i have very vivid memories of us in boston and then my second son when he was about two he said god bless you bless um, you, <laughs> he didn't say um he said do you remember last time we were here together remember last time we were in boston that's adam Mm. he'll kill me for using his name online on air but um and then 10 years later Didi's born he says the same damn thing to me he's like two he goes do you remember the last time we were here together and we were in boston so i know that at least the the two younger sons were with us in boston in boston that's interesting yeah so it's so, kind of going forward with that also um do you think that I already have an answer. But do you think within a relationship that people can actually change the fate? Yes. Oh, that's a shocker. I'm surprised. I am surprised too. Okay, so tell me. How do you do that? Well, because I always say that when you have, when you come together with another person, there are two things. I have people ask me all the time, what's, is it real, is it fate or is it free will that guides us? I say yes to both. I say that we come here onto this planet with certain people we have to spend time with. There can be, we can add things, and sometimes we can subtract things, but you have to have these parents, you have to have this best friend, you have to m- meet this person, have these children. But the space in between those mileposts, that's free will. It's like being in a boat with one paddle. And however long it takes you to get there, sometimes you don't meet all the people that you could have met in that lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's why I always say, well, you know, there's multiple soulmates. There's you can find happiness. It's not just one soulmate that's out there with you know this. I do believe that. I think going over you know his or her. Maybe family. I haven't found one, but I know <laughs> couples that have found more than one that happiness they've more than right. One they've they've lost a, somebody and then found a soulmate again. And I yeah. truly believe that their family and spirit, mm-hmm. the husband or wife, lead them lead them to. Together to that other person and and they find true love again and i love that i think when you have someone working on your side up there it's so much easier but i do think that a lot of times people have a chance together and they come together to learn and it's kind of like climbing a ladder next to someone with a bungee cord connected to you as you learn and grow you climb that ladder and there's you know no one's you're rarely ever side by side there's always a tug on that bungee cord but if someone 
you know, continues to evolve and, and grow in a relationship and the other person doesn't, eventually that, that cord breaks and they, that, you know, they, they climb on and separate. That makes sense. Con- connections. I, most of the time, I think it's, I think certain relationships are, are, are doomed for failure right from the get-go. Oh. I yeah, it every day. I'd yeah. say about like maybe seventy to eighty percent. I'd probably have a lawsuit against me if I started naming off mine. <laughs> well, oopsie. Yeah, exactly. But I, there are relationships that we can. Um, it depends on how well each person grows, and sometimes you just outgrow people. And friends, anybody, family. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's it. That's where the the part comes in where you. I when people have major life transitions. And it's typically through somebody dying. Um, everything changes. And it's usually relationship and it's friendships, like the circle around you. Right. Um, career, move, it all happens at once. And I do think it's your family on the other side that, that creates that. Absolutely. But part of it is all of a sudden, um, as you use the download, it's an awareness. Like you go, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this isn't good. <laughs> you know, I just lost my mother, or I lost my father, or mm-hmm. my whoever, and um, this is just not important. This is not good the way this is, and if this mm-hmm. is, you know, if this is all we have, then I'm going to make it happy. Right. I'm going to make it full of joy, and not not with you. <laughs> We're done. That can really make you see things <laughs> so clearly when you have a loss. Because I remember I used to get really upset with things like the the barn where I had my horse that was torn down. And had that happened before my p- father passed away, I would have been devastated. I'm thinking, well, I lost my dad. I'm not upset about a barn. Right. But, you know, just whenever I go to be upset about him being gone, he does stuff to let me know that he's not at all gone. Right. And I, do, I think that that's why pe- families or people are led to certain people, mm-hmm. I think, at certain times. They, they so really I think your family and spirit does that. I've had that happen quite often during a reading. Someone comes to me and they've lost a loved one and the, the loved one in spirit will come through and say, well, I'm finding someone, the right person for them. They're going to be coming along. And the person's like, I'm never going to get together with anybody else. And no, all. I always get, if they're coming along, what's their initials? Do I have a phone number? Can I give them like a, like a date? Don't and I'm like, that? what? And they're like, oh yeah, what does he look like? And how do you know it's not a she? Do you guys have that a lot where people expect you to know every little thing? Oh, they're greedy. What she says, oh, yeah. greedy ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they're they're very greedy. And then after that, they're like, and just one more thing. Just I have oh, one more. Yeah. I have one more question. Times thirty. You know, <laughs> is he gonna have? Sorry, it's thirty ways. Does he? You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's it's like so specific, and it's like just go with it. That's when you say let well, go and let God. And yeah. also, how could you even tell somebody all these specifics? It because I mean, at any point in time, things can change. And that is that's right. the free will, and I think that that's part of it. But I will tell you, the wedding that I officiated over the weekend. Beautiful couple. Shout out to Sarah Linville, now Mrs. Dearborn, and Rich, who asked me to do their their, uh, marriage, to to marry them. Um, I met her in 2013 and told her exactly who she was going to meet. Now, I don't remember this. Of course she does. We never do. (laughs) But she remembered because I wrote it down and I told her his name, what he did everything and then she met him then i think to myself oh my god am i leading these people like yeah (laughs) yeah well you know what i what i think a lot of people don't understand about psychic readings is that you know we don't have just a vast amount of information for us just to pull out of the air Mm -hmm. it's whatever um 
our spirit guides, like our people talk to their people and they give us the pertinent information. <laughs> so we, we don't have, you know, it's not just like a giant, it's not, not like Netflix. We just can't pick anything and watch it. It's right. what is given to us. I mean, if we could, we would have picked the Derby winner. Or we Actually, that's confusing because we don't know. The lotto. Yeah. <laughs> lotto. lotto. Exactly. Sure. The mega millions. But it's, we're, you know, not all information is available to us. And that's the most frustrating thing because sometimes you can almost see stuff. I know this happens to you, Katie, but it's like there's a shower curtain in the way and you can't quite get to the information. But some, but then some readings, it's a complete, like, blah. You can see everything. In, you know. Right. Maybe because they're, they're supposed to know. Maybe we're not supposed to have all the fleshed out details right. because you'd rob them. Like people ask all the time, do psychics see? <laughs> obviously not. They're love lives. Not our own. Uh, not our own. <laughs> um, obviously not. <laughs> it's tragic. <laughs> um, except for I will tell you, and this actually happened, two different things. And I've, I've been out um, and someone's approached me and they said, you know, what, hey, you know, what do you do for a living? And, I, and my girlfriends will start to giggle and walk away. And I go, I'm a psychic medium. And they're going, yeah, no, really, what do you do for a living? No, really, I'm a psychic medium. <laughs> the guy goes, okay, don't tell me. And turned around and walked away. He thought I was lying to him. So my girlfriends are hysterical laughing. And then another guy, uh, different time, it was around Christmas and I was meeting a uh, husband and wife at a local bar. And I walked in and their friend goes, you're really cute. We should get together. And I go, no, you're a tragic mess. I can read it all over you. You're tragic. And he goes, you are so funny. I really want your phone number. I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. You're a tragic mess. (laughs) And my girlfriend kept going, stop saying that to me. Like, I can't help it. <laughs> but it's like, no, it's like right there. Don't don't keep, you know, baiting the tiger. Like so, a, oh, go do, ahead. Do you think, though, that because you have that gift and because you can feel that when as soon as you meet somebody. Right. Do you find that to be, though, a blessing or a curse or it's, I mean, it's both. A, I, it's a little bit of both. It Absolutely. really is. Um, and not to get in too depth. But the one thing, because of being empaths, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different facets of being empathetic that yeah. you're reading that person. So I could be reading somebody and they're, you know, this guy's making eye contact and I'm like, wow, he's really connected to me. He's re- <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, he just wants to sleep with me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay. That's, so that, that empathy it, it gets cloudy. It gets cloudy because you're 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 feeling all of that, and you're like, "Whoa, what a rush that's coming right at me!" And right. it's like, "Oh, it's not the real thing." And it's you not can, the, the thing I want that's like forever. Right. And sometimes I think that we pick up on the potential too. Yes, I've yes. That's it, that's also the empath. It's yeah, because you're like, oh, you know, if they just did this, this, and this, but I'm like, well, uh, I don't. Deal to, with fixer uppers. Use yeah, a I don't like phrase. potential. Yeah, I don't. I don't like well, that. From a, a dear friend who I love, um, she said, "You need to have a turnkey. Then you know the relationship you have, man or woman, needs to be a turnkey." And I, I think that, that that is perfect because you come being a turnkey, you need to have that person be a turnkey. And it's like, oh yeah, okay. It's like I, I bring a lot that. to the table. <laughs> yeah, for sure. John, <laughs> if you're listening, come hither, John. John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your turnkey. Um, what about that weird thing that I had have happen um, 
back when I was single. <laughs> well, all right. So I, I really want you to share this about like fate stepping in yes. and taking care of a relationship for Michelle. <laughs> and it's with a, a dear friend of ours. She was getting a reading from Alex Bradley. Yeah, he does who, tarot and he's he, amazing. And he's amazing. So tell the story about what happened with you trying to change your fate with your relationship. And Alex and you kind of took care of it oh that day. Oh my gosh. Well, I have technical difficulties at all times, as Katie and Dee Scott will attest to. But um, I had just gotten my first cell phone. So this was, what, like, I don't know, 14 years ago. And I was dating a guy for about nine months. And it was oh, it was one of those catch-and-release relationships. He seemed to know just when I had had enough. And he pulled me back in. Mm. So much was perfect. But, you know, that 5% that wasn't perfect was, like... It was, it was a miserable relationship. So on and off, on and off. I went and I saw Alex. He did the read for me. And it was all about this guy I was dating. And little had I known when I walked in, I tried to turn my phone off. But what I had done is I had dialed his number. So my <laughs> yeah. phone is sitting she there. She butt dialed I, this guy that she's dating. And then the whole reading that Alex does, about the him. two of them are talking about him. <laughs> which goes to this man's voicemail. <laughs> If that isn't spirit or the universe <laughs> taking in. care taking care of you. Oh my gosh. That was the end of that relationship. You're like, honey, we can, we'll do this for you. Just sit back and roll. It would have been more interesting if he like tried to come back and like say, Hey, listen, you know, I got this phone call and like can you tell me about like, you know, what was going on? But like that ended the relationship. Like, it was probably like it's true, it's true. Everything they're saying is true. The chick is up and I'm out. Oh my god. The only thing you said was that was very interesting. That was it. <laughs> that was very interesting. Yes, yes. It was. So um, shout out to girls and guys. If you want to get rid of somebody, butt dial them and then pretend that you're having a psychic reading all about how <laughs> you're no good for each other. I did have a male friend one time um, tell me to tell a friend is he's like, yeah, just tell her we, we don't we don't we tell don't her match. I died. No, we don't match. Just tell him, you know, we're not good for each other. We don't match. He was trying to get so. <laughs> Oh my god! Chicken, just got it off yourself. I know. Just tell her. Just tell her. So yeah, I was like a wingman. Do people do that to you a lot? (laughs) That's so unfair for you. Don't you think it is unfair? People come for readings sometimes when they want the other one to go and they want the psychic to say it. I've had that happen. Oh my god! I get I get more of the reverse. They want me to do the magic spell, you know, my bewitched act, and fix the relationship. The man wants that. I find that men call me when it's too late. Oh, interesting about the relationship. And the I women. feel like they always are too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's when they go to counseling or something. Okay, I'll go to counseling, but the woman's usually done because she's, yeah. you know, or whatever. And not that it's. The I man's actually, fault, I, I I have to shout out for the guys. I think the most of the ones I've had. Um, it's the husbands or the boyfriends, mm-hmm. um, and you know, even with my gay lesbian relationships, that there's the one that is really working hard, and I will get the whiner. Do you get the whiner? Mm. And oh, I get the whiner, the and they're like, ah, oh, you know, I just I don't. And I will actually say, wait a minute, they did X Y Z, and they go, yeah, but it wasn't. I'm like, serious? Oh. What else do you want? So. They are looking for an out, and they're looking to pin it on somebody. Yeah, to blame you. So I will, I will say this is this is something you need to take care of, or clearly this is an area of your own, you know, need that right. is lacking. But don't blame it on this other person when they're trying so hard. And if it's not going to work, then you need to end it because it's unfair to them. Right. Have that you, is so unfair. Yeah. Have you ever set people up? 
Ooh. Like clients, have you ever said? Yes, I actually did. I've got I don't know. I, I, I passed on information. I actually wanted to ask me out, and I said, "No, no, you're not good for me." But I know somebody you would be good for. <laughs> did they laugh? Maybe that's why I'm single. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I haven't been asked to officiate have to for figure that. Figure that out because Officiate. we want to know now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then, and he actually said, "He goes, you're adorable. Like that is so cute." But I was being honest. Like you know, you're not I'm trying to be cute. I'm not trying to be cute. It was it was genuine. It was just real information. You, every, everybody deserves to be happy. And both of you people had come to me at different times for readings, and you both seem like you'd be a good match. And I've so. had that with past life because sometimes when when I'm doing readings, I'll do some past life clearing work, and I'll see people that have lived lives together mm. now, that's been really funky too so knowing that what are the what are the biggest questions that you get asked jenna about relationships or out, out you know when you're working um do people ever ask you for advice or oh yeah i mean when like when i was working in a bar all people would ask about relationship advice all the time what I mean, was like their number one thing that they were asking about and did you feel like you were reading them? Could you feel them? Well, yeah, because I feel like within a couple minutes, I can kind of, you know, feel right. somebody out. You're very empathetic. Most people, well, man or woman, they'd say, I'm just looking for a good guy. And then the guys, you know, I'm just looking for a good girl or, you know, not a whore. Right. <laughs> they usually, they actually, guys say that all the time, too. Really? And I'm just like, what even is a whore to you? I mean, honestly, what kind of... <laughs> This girl that I've been through. <laughs> Making I mean, my parents proud. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of obnoxious. They want it is them obnoxious. to sleep with you, but then they don't... Yeah, and it's the same whore. guys who are taking women home and everything else. And it's like, you can't be a nickel looking for a dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I like that You're sitting lot. here, you're telling me this. And also, I've seen so many... the the. People always go to bars to cheat. I don't know why, because usually it's a public place. It's a public place that everyone knows each other. That's the weirdest part about it. Oh, but that is weird. And now with with cameras on phones, yeah, and, and everything. But silly, you know. And I think too is people, especially when you know. I don't know. Some of my girlfriends sometimes. I'm I'm in a relationship right now that I'm really happy in and it's calm and it's good and it's like... Well, that's a sign of a soulmate though, yeah. that they give you joy. Mm -hmm. If you think of them, they actually give you that lift, yeah. that joy. And when you Smile. have good or bad happen in your life, it's the soulmate you want to call first. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely. And he totally balances me out. You know, I make him more fun. He makes me a little more grounded. <laughs> and, you know, they'll be like, what's you know, how'd you find this guy or, you know, and I'm just like, you can't be looking for this bad boy, you know, Ugh. and then expect it. It's going to be good. Exactly. Good I'm like, and they're like, you're a grandma. You don't go out. You're boring. You're in the house. I'm like, well, you know, everything you have is right there. Exactly. And it's like, we like to watch movies, <laughs> not go out till 2 a.m. all the time. And it's like, you know, a little bit of, like I said earlier, a little bit of boring ain't bad. I mean, when I want to go do have fun, like it's with a blessing. It's not someone gaslighting me saying, okay, go out and be all out all night. He's like, you want me to pick you up? You want me to pick you up at 4 a.m.? I don't want you right. driving drunk. You know, it's like those type of people, those little signs, those, it's like, you want a good guy? The guy who's picking you up at 4 a.m. when you're with your girls, not gaslighting you and telling you. You're being a whore all night with your friends. Guilty not you trusting out. you, or they yeah, have to come with you, or you're not allowed to go without them. Right. It's like 
you look for the little things. The little things are everything. So we kind of talked about the negatives and, and who, you know, soulmates and how relationships are connected. Now, I really believe that if you put out to the universe, you can change around what you're attracting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So every new moon, which we just had over the weekend, and I think even the full moon, but mostly the new moon, you release what no longer serves you, Mm -hmm. which most of the time is a toxic relationship or can be. And then you put out specifically to the universe what you want, whether it's in prayer to God, um, whatever you decide. And then you, but you've got to be specific about your list. And what I have found fascinating is if I talk to somebody about my list, you keep it short, yeah. that um, it becomes your non-negotiable. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's what you're looking, so even if you have one thing on there, you think, well, maybe maybe they can work on that. It's your non-negotiable list. Right. And that's so important. Ironically, I made one of those lists right before Paul and I got together. Stop rubbing it in my face now, you and Paul. (laughs) Sorry. This is like the perfect story. (laughs) Oh, I seriously, but I made that. Actually, I sat down with my mother and we had some laughs because we put some naughty things in there too (laughs) about, you know, what you do and don't want in a man. But it was, yeah, it really helped me to to organize my thoughts. I know, I know. It's just. I don't want to know naughty things about Paul. Paul is a good boy. Well, it's before I even knew it was I know, but you're saying you fulfilled the list and that's just wrong. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) He has fulfilled the list. Um, So, and the end. Don't you think Alex helps though? It does. I think you need to be very clear to the universe. If you're going to change your energy and then look at that list and, 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 be present with that on a regular mm, basis absolutely. because you've got to remind yourself, just like if you were trying to lose weight, what your goals are. And your goal is whether it's to have joy, to mm-hmm. laugh, to, to my, my thing is, you know, I, I always say I want a wolf, but I want somebody that's in the room when they, we could have hundreds of people in the room mm-hmm. and they know me, mm-hmm. they see me yeah. and it's just, it's I just lock. You. Yeah, it's just me. And that's, that's super important to me. To feel lifted by another person because I'm going to give, and and that's the other part of it is I'm going to give, give that, that back. right. You need to be you need to be with someone who is your biggest fan, don't you think? Someone who's Absolutely. always rooting for you and not trying to, to to pull you down. And you are going to find your wolf, by the way. I know you're feeling <laughs> doubtful, but I know it. I can feel it in my bones. What do you think about when people say? I mean, I've heard this a lot of times. Like, you should be with someone that loves you more than you love them. I don't believe that. I've always felt like it should be a mutual thing. I think it's mutual. And I think um, with relationships, especially healthy relationships, you know, they talk about 50, 50. I don't think it's ever 50, 50. I think that the balance goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you're giving 80 and they're giving 20, but the expectation is without reminding them that when you're in need, they give you back that 80 right, and right. it's it it's just cyclical it just kind of happens it's a flow because that's what loving people do right and life Absolutely. happens and life happens so it's not all about them they've got to love you more i almost think that would be obsessive yeah then you and end all, up with the weird and unfulfilling here. why would you want to be with someone you don't love that much as much right, as they right, love right. you i think people Agreed. who say that want are people who want you to play it safe oh yeah absolutely they don't want to get hurt but then you know, where's the fun in that? And, and I, I feel like you're cheating, not cheating. The, the guy who you're with in that situation is being cheated out. 
of a relationship with mm-hmm. someone who's completely all in. I've, I, again, not, I've actually broken up with somebody and said you deserve somebody that is going to love you with with whatever you have mm-hmm. however you are just the way you are and um it's not me and that's not me and and you know whatever that was but i would i would see it like right away pretty clear and i'd be like oh you know you deserve somebody that's gonna go wow he's this and he yeah not me yeah because i'm thinking oh my god yes yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> if they do that one more time i'm gonna stab him in the forehead with a fork yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that never thought. I, I never had that thought. Um, because there is an ass for every seat. So. Right, there is. Do um, you feel like for friendships too, though, you have to have that list? Oh yes, for everybody. You I think, and I think with. that the older you get, I think you have to have that. That's the kindred. Absolutely. That your circle is tighter, and it's because you have that non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. What's and, interesting with the universe is many times the universe takes care of it for you. That you you all of a sudden have clarity about people around you, and you go, oh, they're not so good. And you shed them, don't you? You it, shed, it, you purge them. So good, right? Too. And it just happens on its own. Um, and you, you look back, it's like, oh my gosh, but you're so much better for it, right? And that could have yeah. been holding you, you back. You have to have boundaries, absolutely, and be responsible for your own space, because you know you are responsible for the people that you let in your life, and if someone you know, shows you time and time again exactly who they are and you don't believe them, it's like, whose fault is it that you're not getting what you want out of this life? What I find fascinating in some of the readings, um, especially if they're younger, um, that they will not only have the toxic relationships, more than one a male or female around them mm-hmm. that they keep going back to, but then they'll whip out pictures of their friends mm. and they will say the same thing. They're like, should I trust them? And it's the same vibe. They are not clear. They're just so willing to take anything yeah. that and, and needy that they allow friends mm-hmm. and even family members around them uh, as well as a love life. So toxic relationships. Just right. But I think around. people are afraid to be alone. Yeah. I really think people will take that is tough. Bad versus that is hurt. tough for people who are afraid. I've I've honestly never had that problem because I'm a like I'm an introvert as in an extrovert body. Like I'm equally as <laughs> yep. I'm outgoing and I'm everything, but Same I need here. that Same. time I and I like alone. my alone. And I've actually only had like a couple serious relationships. I mean, I was my my friends had serious relationships when. They had oh boyfriends gosh. for years, and I'm like, I didn't have my first serious relationship until I was 19 years old. And then I only had a couple since then, and I'm 26 now. I just, it was never the most important thing to me. I just felt like I want it to be, I want it to really matter. I want I was, it to be. I always all that look it at be. my alone time as, as my time to work on myself uh, exactly like mm-hmm. oh okay and do exactly gonna, what you want i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that i listen to more motivational speakers or read more or make sure i'm you know i'm all spruced up all the time and just taking that extra effort oh yeah so i i think Treating that that's yourself. I, right but, but i just take that like i don't try and look at it as like a negative i'll go oh what am i gonna do with my time exactly and once you treat yourself better 
treat you yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna find that the things that you used to put up with you don't anymore, and it's effortless. You're like, I don't got time for that. And you're gonna this, attract people that treat Mama, you better. Mama, don't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> um, and the other thing I was saying about the new moon and and clearing energy anytime. Um, and I know Alex talks a lot about this too, is, um, and being clear with the intentions, you can do things like light a candle, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like a white candle for clear energy and then a pink candle for love, for love. And, um, you will attract it in red for, you know, passion or attraction and you will bring in what you're looking for. I've got a lot of those candles all melted down in my house and nothing, nothing, nothing is happening. It's just not time. I did have somebody, an older gentleman, one time say to me, um, he said, while you, are, while you are working on yourself, have confidence that your soulmate is out there working on themselves. So that oh, when you get together, like that. when you get together, you'll both be ready. And I thought that was absolutely profound, beautiful. Right. Absolutely. Because like she said, you don't want to fix her up or. No, you got to be a turnkey. Yeah. As and you're being your tr- you're working on being your turnkey, and so are they. You're right, exactly. And that's what everybody should be doing. Where so. do you feel like the line is drawn between, you know, something should be effortless and you shouldn't force it, but at the same time, you know, nothing is perfect and you do have to fight for your relationship sometimes. It's like, where do you draw that line where you're putting in too much effort or not enough? Hmm. That's a rough one. That is a rough one because I think the same things I would have been fighting for when I was younger, I I would not fight for now mm-hmm. or work as hard now. I agree. And uh, so that's a different Katie. As my kids say, that's fat Katie. Oh my, <laughs> my daughter always says, bring back fat Katie. Hashtag fat Katie. Um, we're not so bringing hot. back fat Katie. Huh? I said, this Katie's so hot. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, thank you. So I think the things, I, I had a real, I'm aging myself, um, Phil Donahue and Oprah Winfrey mentality. Oh, I love Oprah. Uh, right, psychology. I love her. And everything back when I was first married was what you put in is what you're going to get out, Absolutely. what you get reciprocated. Reciprocation is a huge thing for me. So if I'm going to leave you little notes and and um, like little trinkets, gifts, special things, now everybody texts, but you know, like post-it notes, I'm expect, expecting that to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I would work really hard. Like I would look, think about things and I would think, I want, I want him to hold my hand. I want him to, and I'd be like, well, am I really doing that? Am I stepping up? Mm-hmm. Am I being present? Mm. And I would work harder at it. I, I wouldn't, I, I, not that I wouldn't give that now, um, but if I didn't see that early on reciprocated, mm-hmm. I think I would be like, well, it didn't come natural. Right. It's not natural. It's not in you to be that. And I don't want to have to teach you that all over again. Mm-hmm. It's not because you're not doing it. I think when we're younger, we, we take on a lot that it's our fault or we're not doing something right. If we just well, do I come right from thing. an Irish Catholic family, oh, so it's all about that. It's all about not your fault, but it's about, you know, you make vows and you, you, you know, stay with your family. Right must work harder but after a while it's just it's it's like you know pouring water into like a you know one of those california wildfires it's just not going to ever be enough all right um would you do things differently 
like in my a past relationship or right well going forward now you know the amount of work you put into you know what's the what's the meme it says think about all the work you put into the wrong person oh yeah and when the right person comes along oh yeah for sure i the things that i would fight for before were things that like you said should come naturally so now it's like if if that's not there then okay this isn't going to work and that's fine so you go that way but you know little things it's like you can teach you know if it's like something you do and it doesn't really make good or it would make me feel better if you did xyz and you let them know and they actually make that effort you're like, oh, okay. So it was that simple. But <clears throat> if it then they go back and still do the same exact thing. It's, Some people just aren't romantic. They're not. I couldn't be with someone who's not romantic, though. Well, oh, I, I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if they're not romantic, then you then it is on you to kind of say, well, this is what I want. And if you, I have great couples that I've, I've again, read for that, um, like, Right away, I'll get. I'll say he's an engineer. Not to mm. say that all engineers are romantic. <laughs> and the wife will go, yes. And I'll go. So I said the way his brain works. I said you got to tell him it's Valentine's Day, sweetheart. I need a card. I need a flower. And she's like, oh my god, You're, that's spot on. It's just yeah. how they're wired. It's not that they don't feel it. Right. It's just that they don't know enough to go ahead and do it. Yeah, and, and plus some of that like masculinity thing. You know what I'm saying? And women too, like. If they are just too hard, they're too ev- hard. Everyone's right. raised different. Everyone has a different oh, everything, yeah. right? But I don't. Know, I think romance is important because everything. Like, why would you want your relationship to be lackluster? There's so many things in this world that are lackluster. Come on, very when, true. When it comes to this, this should be the fun part. This is this is what you choose, right? Right. There's so much that we can't choose. Right. Exactly. So don't let it. Cho- the, what I'm saying with with soulmates and things, don't let it choose you. Mm-hmm. Be be proactive and 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 open to say, oh, yeah. This In is- communication, we forget that we have you know these things. People don't. Hands that go people like, don't read minds like you like, guys. <laughs> not everyone reads minds. We all have these things we that look like claws. Like speak. I used to do that. I used to just assume that you know. Whoever I'm seeing should just know why I'm mad or know to do this for me. And then you had to play the whole, like, you know, I'm mad, chase me. I'm These mad, eyes chase just me. got huge, like, hell yeah, <laughs> I know like, that. I'm mad, chase me. I would, like, hop out of cars just so they'd be like, get back in, get back in. Until one time, I actually got stranded on the side of the road in the middle of winter with no coat on. Oh so I never did God. that again. <laughs> oh. I think I saw you right after that. You told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was around a bad time. But, um, <laughs> so, I think you like, told me we were in a store, and I'm like, how's it going? You're like, he just stranded me on yeah. the side of the road. And it's like, you know what? I should have hopped back in the car here's the thing it's like you you just don't want to play those games anymore it's like i not only do i not want to have to you to guess why i'm mad i want to tell you (laughs) (laughs) i I got a lot of words i have a lot of communication talk and i want it to be done and i don't want to go to bed mad you know what i mean and let's be better right that's the difference. Well, that's that's also that's maturity. That's what happens when you get yeah. yeah. That's maturity and being with the right person that wants yeah. to listen, and and vice versa. If they say to you something openly that about what they need, you have to be the same exact way. Absolutely, you have to, be, you have to take accountability for your right. own thing. You have to be receptive. And it's so easy when they tell you. You know what I mean? It's so easy, right? So, any other points about astrology? Um, you know, partners, relationships that you would like. 
our listeners to know um, out there? Any parting words <laughs> from the lovely Jenna? <laughs> we are so happy that you were here today. I would just say that I think when we're talking about relationships, friendships, even your own family, because family can be toxic too. <laughs> always just remember that you have to be selfish sometimes, a lot of time. Um, I think so many people, especially people pleasers, they don't want to stand their ground because they feel like because they love these people, they have to deal and deal and deal. Um, if you want to be where you want to be in your life, whether that's career, happiness, um, health, wealth, mental health, everything, that car, that house, that relationship, everything, you're never going to get it if you keep feeding these demons and having the wrong people around you is just going to do that over and over and over again. You have to cut it off and not only cut it off and then go back to the people who are the same way, change your circle, Right. change your circle. And yeah, like astrology and everything can help you a lot because a lot of that stuff, if you really read, will tell you if you read between the lines. Right. Um, but even if you don't pay attention to that stuff, just use... Your head is telling you something for a reason. Don't let your heart lead it all the time. Just trust yourself. Your mm -hmm. gut is real. Your gut, your gut is, is real. real. That's the main oh. thing. Your gut is I real. Think, I think we talk ourselves out of the... That is spot on, girl. Your gut is real. It the really gut is, is real because if you get a feeling right off the bat, other than the the sexual attraction or that... <laughs> it, that uh, that's not quite right. What you just said, not quite right. How that, yeah, how that made attention. me feel. Yeah. You got to mm -hmm. pay attention. Pay attention. Yeah. yeah, because they always say people don't rem always remember exactly what you say, but exactly how you made them feel. And you know when you get that punch in the gut and you're like, wow, that was... Jenna, I love you so much right now. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> you you're make awesome, me feel Jenna. loved. You are awesome. But that is true. That is absolutely true. And you can feel it when people do that to you. Right. And that's not good. Any parting words for you oh, about love and relationships, <laughs> and about advice, advice that you would give? Just remember to put yourself first sometimes and don't settle. Oh, um, don't settle. Don't so settle. And, and I mean, especially if you have ch children um, or children that look up to you, they do what we do and not what we say. Mm. So when they see you making good choices and, and putting yourself you know, first, which is very hard for people to do, um, but just don't settle and always just, you know, when you're in that relationship, just let go and love, mm -hmm. you know? Don't. Absolutely. Life's too short. D? Yeah. D. What, what Any your... words of advice on relationships? <laughs> yeah, every guy should have to sit in a room with three women <laughs> and listen to them talk about relationships. <laughs> we did not bash. No, you didn't. No. I made sure. I no, really. No, no. We love me, men. No. As, as much as I. Yeah. As, as I love everybody. My <laughs> flaccid microphone. <laughs> As much as I joke and am sarcastic and say shit like I just did, but no, I would highly recommend every guy sit in a room with three women and listen to them talk about relationships. Because you didn't bash, no, but if you're paying attention, maybe you could figure some stuff out with what you're doing. Oh, good. Oh, okay, well, I appreciate wonderful. it. Okay, okay. Thank you. Because it's, it's helpful to me, who's clearly really good at relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're so good at it, you just keep doing that. I keep over. doing it again. Yeah. Again, again and like, again. You know what I did really well? <laughs> I'm going to do that again. <laughs> she was gay. <laughs> and there ain't nothing we can do about that. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know if she listens to this, so that's fine. Oh, my but. God. 
You'll uh, find out soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, she knows she's gay. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure she's aware of it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, my my advice is not only listen to your gut because I do think that it is from past lives and and that you know these people and that they're here for a reason, a lesson to learn. Not all lessons are bad. They're they're usually blessings that we have from relationships. And then no matter what, you got to stay true to yourself. Mm. You know where you come from and you know what you want on your short list. And somebody at the wedding I was at for that beautiful couple that got married, the gal was sitting across from me, stunning. And she said, um, my boyfriend said, well, you just want the fairy tale. And she said, yeah, I do. And I said, everybody wants What's the fairy tale. What's wrong with that? That's right. Yeah, everybody wants the fairy that, tale. Yeah. Don't compromise. Whatever your fairy tale might be different from mine. Mm-hmm. John Cena. <laughs> um, John, but- <laughs> come get her, please. Listen, if we get a cease and desist from WWE... <laughs> Because we're constantly mentioning that man. I'm sorry. It's okay. He's recently single, though, isn't he? He's got a girlfriend. Oh, he does? He does? That was quick. Yeah, really quick. Who knows? I should give them a reading. Um, Yeah, a couple times. Although although I don't really find it to be extremely difficult for John Cena to find company. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It it can't be that hard. Right. I'm right here. Aside from you, yeah. oh, okay. but they haven't been to Albany in a while. They're coming back soon. Yeah. Oh, Raw, really? Raw, Raw's in town soon. Ooh. Oh, well, well maybe our people call him. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. We can do well, like an event. Well, if they do, if they do press, although I think John's a little bit past doing the press for the events. Yeah. But if he comes in, I'll make sure. I'll, I will tell I'll you, funny. Do you know? You know, everybody. I don't know if everybody knows this story. It was when I was going through my divorce, and um, did I tell this already on the air? About how, why you started saying I was dating John Cena. No, no, I don't think you did, no. So what happened was I at one point was standing in the bank and this client of mine turned around and she said, Katie, I wouldn't have recognized you. Oh my God, you look so good. You know, you lost so much weight. And she goes, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. And she goes, are you going through a divorce? Oh my and I gosh. go, yes, I am. Now, I'm a tall woman she's a little bit of a thing and she goes oh my god and grabs me around the waist and then hugs me I'm so sorry for you now the tellers are looking at us everybody in oh, line is looking no. at us so I start consoling her and go it's okay it's, a good it's okay thing. she goes I'm just so sorry you're gonna be alone and I said it's okay I'm dating John Cena <laughs> I don't know why it like popped in my head because he's the sexiest guy I know and she goes good for you so so she, she believed doesn't know who he is, right? she doesn't probably know who he is so after that every event I went to or everything I went to went to a family party and my cousin's husband goes look at you you look hot and you know kidding around with me and then he goes uh, what is your What does your husband say? I go. I don't have one of those anymore. And he goes, Oh my god! I said, It's okay. I said, I'm dating John Cena. And he did the same thing. He goes, Good for you. <laughs> so I had done that bit so many times that one night home drinking my tea in bed, and I got a, a text message from a grand for a grand opening and it was a ribbon cutting. And the woman said, You know, we'd like to cordially invite you to our ribbon cutting. And if you and your boyfriend, John, would like to come. <laughs> I'm like, John, what? 
hell? This must be for the wrong person. And it goes on. I don't know if John will be in town. And I was like, oh, she actually thinks I'm dating John. And I go, no, John will not be available. I, I, I'm sorry, we're unable to attend. Yeah, he's got a lot going on. A lot. He's I, on the road that day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's, that's how priceless. that got started. Oh, I'd never heard that story before. Oh, I thought everybody knew that. And that's yeah, so. how it started, no. Yeah, so that was that was the thing like no it's okay I'm dating John Cena and I actually used to say to the kids I'd, I'd say when John shows up here he's not gonna like this mess <laughs> clean up this mess and, and we'll the kids would go shut up oh my God. John's not gonna like this when he gets here <laughs> so um, so again going I digress back to my information I really think that you gotta listen to your gut as you as Jenna said and I really believe that you cannot um, back off of the the happy ever after the fairy tale ending. Absolutely, go for the happen. fairy tale if that is go what you want. That's what Julia Roberts said in Pretty Woman. Oh, that's right. I just watched that two nights ago. I just ago. watched that again. Fairy tale, yeah. yeah. I just want the fairy tale. Go for the fairy tale. And everyone's fairy tale is their own fairy tale, so it's you know right. It's it's attainable. So, guys, once again, thank you so much. Jenna, thanks so much for thank being you, here. Thank you for having me. You sexy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being here. D. Scott, as always, thank you so much. Sure. Thanks, D. Scott. And Michelle Lyons Polito, thank you so much. Thank you guys all for listening. Please subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. Well, at this point, just wherever you're listening. Like, whatever platform you happen to be, like, you just listen for, like, well over an hour. Just click on the subscribe button, whether it's iHeart, iTunes, it doesn't matter. You know where you're listening right now. You so, know where you at. Yeah, so just <laughs> click on subscribe because this is like the coolest podcast there is. And Aww, thanks. thanks. It definitely is the coolest. Yay. It is the coolest. I'm so, saying that because you. people are listening to it. Like, Exactly. They are listening. So thank you all so much. Thank you. Blessings.